0: habit stacking, setting boundaries, home organization, outsourcing, and you better believe we are going to be dishing out some chores so we can create hours of intentional time to pour into our kids since that is our number one priority as vibrant moms. Grab that lukewarm coffee. Let's stop time. Hey friends, I'm excited to talk to you today. Today we're going to be talking about 10 Summer Tricks That Are Saving My Life. So summer is really fun, right? It's a great way to just slow down. You don't have all the schedules and homework and the places to be. Your rhythm is different and it just... It takes a while, I think, to adjust to that relaxed schedule of not having homework and not having time stamps of picking up kids and getting kids to school and getting kids to sports and finishing homework and having dinner at a certain time. So you're getting your kids to bed and all the things, but your kids are just at home all day, 24 seven, right? So how do we get stuff done as working Christian moms? How do we get things finished when we are constantly being interrupted and we may feel a little bit more mentally relaxed because it's summer and things are kind of moving at a slower pace and we are enjoying time with our kids at home and the goal would be to enjoy it, right? Instead of counting down those minutes or hours or days until your kids go back to school. So how can we be enjoying it, even though it can be difficult to balance what is happening and to make progress in our business when we are constantly getting interrupted? That is the biggest thing for me. I love my kiddos and I want to spend time with them, but I still have to do stuff, right? So, how do you balance trying to still be productive, trying to be motivated, trying to continue your work schedule and be productive and get things done, even though you got these kids bouncing around at home and they're doing crazy stuff and they're loud and there's stuff everywhere? I mean, My kitchen looks like a disaster half the time. There's cereal boxes stacked up and empty cups and plates, books on the table all the time, and water cups that I'm sure I'm just waiting to like knock one over. There's my son loves to have like a giant straw, and the water cups are like two inches. tall and then he has like this big straw that comes out of it and I'm just waiting one of these days I'm going to just knock into the straw with my hand accidentally and water is going to go spilling all over the five library books that are living on our kitchen counter it just seems crazy do you feel that way that your home is just a crazy wonderland and it might be hard to focus and be productive as your kids are jumping around and interrupting you and you're trying to work and your floor is covered in toys and then as I said the counter is littered with breakfast from that morning that still hasn't been put away and it's two in the afternoon maybe the dishes in your sink are overflowing I know mine are how do you just stop that feeling of getting kind of sticky and annoyed with them and wanting to throw everybody outside. I tell you, I can help you, my sweet friend. I have been in that exact same space and there are things that I have to give up for summer, but I think that we're in a really good place where we are right now to be able to Have different systems. I know I use special time management tools that really help me not to lose it and just to know that this is a season and to know that I have things covered in my business and I've got things covered at home and my house may look like a disaster during the day, but that's because we live in it. So if you need some help, my friend, of taking a mental break and (laughs) learning some of those tools that will help you have a little bit more peace. And be a little bit more relaxed knowing that you're still going to get that work done, but also being able to take a deep breath when things are everywhere. I would love to help you. So come on over to my website. It's www.bird, B-Y-R-D-M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E.com and grab a coaching session with me. I'd love to touch base and give you some tools and some tips and tricks that can help you. So come on over if you need anything. Also on my website, there's a free, totally free printable download that you can come grab. And it has a bunch of different tools that I use for time management all the time. So it has tools. It kind of walks you through how to use them. So go grab that and see if that helps. And if you're lost or you still think, Okay. I still don't know where to go from here. Come grab a discovery call with me and we can connect, but yeah, go grab that off my website and it's my free gift to you. Just go see if you can uh, use it and that it will help you. It is definitely my hope and in creating it and doing it, that these tools would be something that you can use through every day and that they can just help you. All right. Let's jump back into what ten things are saving my life this summer, and ten really important summer tricks that I just really felt that <laughs> were on my heart because summer can be crazy, right? And as we said, being working from home moms, trying to get things done, it seems even more crazy. so these are some things that I just wanted to give you as 10 summer tricks to live by so grab a notebook if you have it handy grab a pen if not as i said i'd love to take notes on the notes app on my phone if that's something you like to do i love it because it's super versatile and i have everything in one place pieces of paper for me just get lost i lose a notebook or pieces of paper or they end up on my desk or they somehow get filed i never look at them again but if they're in My notes app, I can easily go back to them. I can send them to myself so that I have a digital copy. I can send them to my husband or someone else if I'm talking about something and want to refer to it. So for me, I love the notes app in your phone, but you do you grab a notebook or something you'd like to take notes with. All right. So 10 summer tricks to live by. Now, these are really important things that I was just thinking through that have been saving my sanity. So number one is meals. To be flexible about meals, decide what is the most important. Is it the most important that they eat a veggie and a protein? Is it most important that they eat at a specific time? Is it most important that they sit and you all have dinner around the table? What is the most important in sitting and having lots of summer meals? For us, it was important just to have it be relaxed. So some days we would be swimming at the pool and we could order DoorDash or something to come bring pizza to the pool. My husband would come from work and the kids would still be playing at a club that we were used to be belonging to. And they would play and then we'd just have pizza there. And we get them showered and all ready for bed and head on home. And it was great. It was lovely. We did it with some friends a couple times and it was just really fun. Other times we love to just have a no cooking night. So we have like a charcuterie board. My husband and I do, and the kids eat maybe pizza or something like that. Some other times we've ordered salad from a really yummy salad place, but we're just very flexible about letting the kids eat meals and we sometimes we eat them all together as a family and sometimes we eat them watching a movie and sometimes the kids are on a blanket in the living room eating or sometimes we're outside so just to be really flexible with meals I think is really important and it kind of bodes well with that summer kind of flexibility mode so for us being flexible around dinner, around dinner time, making sure that they're having protein and <laughs> veggies and so forth, but not feeling stressed about trying to get in certain things. So that's number one. Number two is schedule. To be a relaxed about unstructured time, allowing your kids to be bored and then to get creative. So for example, My kids are super bored. They tell me all the time, every day that they're bored. I think I'm going to make a bored jar just when they come and ask me and say that they're bored. They can put their hand in the jar and get something to do like a little chore or go clean the windows. You can go clean the toilets. (laughs) It's not what I haven't quite done yet, but that's my bored jar. My idea of what happens when you tell mom you're bored, but They have lots of different ideas of what they can do, and they don't actually act upon those until they're bored and they need something to do. My boys set up a lemonade stand. We taught them how to make lemonade, so they would make lemonade, and then they would be outside with their lemonade stand. They put up flyers all over the neighborhood. And they, what they were out there selling lemonade all day, having a great time when they were bored, they would play basketball and then they would go back to selling lemonade or my middle guy has made a long list of about hundred different things to do when he's bored. So he'll pick one of those we had cups that they were using for lemonade and they ended up making big tall towers out of the cups, like red solo cups, and they would make towers out of them and then jump over them or crash into them and that kind of thing, which was great fun and okay for a little while, but when it got too noisy, we had to put an ixane on that game. So allow your kids to be bored. Allow them to... Just do their thing and offer them suggestions, have stuff that they can do. But in the end, they just need to be okay with being bored. And that does take a lot of patience, I think, on your end as a parent to hear that and kind of to know that you're not in charge. You're not in charge of how they feel. You're not in charge of if they're happy or sad or if they figure out something that they want to do that they have their own little brains and they can figure out something fun. I heard a great podcast. They were saying, I believe in you. I believe you are so smart and so creative that you will find something to do. Now go do it. And so they were empowering their kiddos to say, you know what, I believe in you. I believe you can go figure out something fun and interesting to do. My kids now hate it when I say that, so (laughs) that's always fun. Number three, friends. So I think in the summer, it's a lot more just flexible to invite friends over to hang out, to have coffee. Summer is a time to be flexible with our social interactions, with people in our neighborhood, with walking around. I think the best time is in the evening where it's nice and cool, at least where we live, And you can walk around in the evening and it's beautiful and say hi to people or play or have a barbecue or just invite somebody over. I think that's so fun and special and it kind of lends itself to summer because you can be outside. Hosting a party outside is a lot easier. There's no cleanup and it just is a lot more fluid. So just have somebody over for drinks or just offer lemonade on your front porch. (laughs) Number four, this one is one of my favorites. So I would start this one. This is lunches Now I've mentioned this before. I pack lunches the night before when I'm getting dinner together for the kids. And so I pack their lunches the night before and this saves so much time. This is one of my keys for summer. It makes it so much easier and flexible to have lunch already packed. I know they're gonna get protein. There's veggie in there, there's fruit, and I don't have to take time out of what I'm doing, stop working and go and prepare something for a kid because inevitably one child will be hungry and the other ones will be like, no, I'm not hungry now. And once you finish preparing something, somebody else is then hungry. So I make everybody's lunch the night before. Then I know I don't have to deal with lunch. I'm not going to get interrupted. They have what they need to eat. A healthy balanced lunch they can take their lunch box outside and go sit out in the fresh air and go eat their lunch they can eat it at the kitchen table when they had their lemonade stand they would take it out and eat lunch while they were doing their lemonade stand they can take it and climb a tree and eat lunch in a tree if we go somewhere they can take lunch with them and lunch is all ready to go so it makes it super flexible I just have to say, it takes a lot of stress off me knowing that I am not going to get interrupted. I can easily just say your lunch is in the fridge. Go grab it if they're hungry. And as I said, the key is that everybody gets hungry at a different time. Like my daughter only eats two meals a day because she sleeps in and just relaxes. <laughs> She's a teenager. She just relaxes until 11 or noon and then she magically appears and she'll eat one meal, whether it be breakfast or lunch, because that's about the time that we've <laughs> that she's out. My youngest one will get up at six AM if allowed to. And he loves to eat breakfast and then maybe another mid morning snack. And then lunch, but definitely lunch. So he will eat several snacks before she's even come downstairs. And then the middle one He kind of wanders around. He loves eating cereal in his PJs and stays in his PJs for as long as humanly possible. So they all eat at different times in the morning. So then they're hungry at different times in the afternoon when it's time for lunch. So I just love making lunches ahead of time. It saves so much stress and so much energy. So that's a huge one for me. Number five is bedtime. So just be relaxed about bedtime. They still need adequate sleep, but maybe you stay up watching more summer movies together. Maybe while it's hot outside, you're going to take a walk or you're doing something outside and then you come back and get ready for bed. So just being relaxed about schedule, about meals, about bedtime, all those things kind of lend themselves to summer. And so the more that you can be kind of go with the flow, I think really helps and helps things just be more at ease. I know we love hanging out outside in our backyard. We have movie nights in our courtyard oftentimes and It's really fun because it's such easy cleanup because it's outside. I don't mind if the kids spill popcorn everywhere or if they accidentally spill a drink. And so we're all hanging out together and watching a movie or something. And it's really fun. Usually we have our kids shower beforehand. So they're in like cozy PJs and sometimes they pull out blankets from in the, living room and take those outside too. And so then midway through the movie, we pause it and do like a bathroom break and have everybody brush their teeth. We bring toothbrush and everything downstairs. So it's ready to go. They brush their teeth. They're all good. We clean up some of the food and some of the stuff. And then we finish watching the movie. And then after that, they're all ready for bed. They've already taken a shower. They have jammies on. We've already opened up windows upstairs and cooled down the house And they've already brushed their teeth. So it makes the transition to bedtime really smooth. So we love doing that. Number six is just to realize that your kids can change. I know I had to realize this when we were going through our craft drawer and all the things that used to keep them busy, they have just gotten older. So what they want to do and their rhythms have just changed. When they were younger, what used to excite them and keep them busy now isn't really the same thing. And so you have to kind of get creative each summer and kind of check in with your kiddos and know, okay, my daughter's going to sleep till noon and that's okay. She's reading books in her bed. She's relaxing. She's happy. Her brothers don't come in and that's totally fine. The youngest one likes to get up as early as possible. He'll sit with a blanket and he'll read in the morning and just relax. The middle one gets up whenever. I mean, you just have to kind of roll with it and know what's going to keep them busy. Cause as I said, going through the craft drawer, I found so much stuff that used to keep them busy when they were younger and now they could care less. And now it's more like electronics and books. So just to be fluid and in, in thinking about what keeps your kids busy, what kind of things do they enjoy? What things get their creative juices kind of going? So just think about things that you have will just change what kept them busy the summer before may not be something that they're interested in. So they love to keep you on your toes. So just know that your kiddos will change and they what they're into will change. Number seven work. Now as working Christian moms, we are all actually trying to get some stuff done during the summer and it's a little tricky with our kids at home. So give yourself some grace. You may need to find or change your rhythm or routine. Maybe you need to get up a little bit earlier so that you can get several hours of work in before your kids get up, especially your teen. And Maybe you plan to work several hours in the evening or the afternoon while kids are napping or when they go to bed. So maybe you just have a little bit of grace for yourself that your work hours may need to shift and give yourself grace with that. Also give yourself grace with expectations. And that brings us into number eight, lower your expectations for your kids play outside, read a book, learn something new, have really low expectations, expect that your kids are going to be bored, but they're going to have a lot of fun and that they need this relaxed schedule. They need their brain to take a break and be creative so that then they can jump into more demanding stuff in the fall. So just like us, they need a little bit of a break. Number nine, expectations and grace for ourselves. So this one has, we we're talking about being a work from home bomb, save those big projects. Or if you have something that you're launching or just something big that's coming up, save it for the fall when the kids are back in school. And you know, you're going to have more time to prepare for it, more hours to put into whatever it is, knowing that your time in the summer will be limited and there's just different seasons. There's seasons for summer, there's seasons for rest and for play, and you just will not have the same mental or physical time blocks as you will in the fall. So think about that. Give yourself some grace and think about your expectations for what you want to accomplish and what you're trying to get done during the summer. So if you can push out any kind of big projects to the fall, or maybe you just know that you're going to do a big project, but that's going to either require some sacrifice on your end, or also it's going to require a lot of extra grace. So give yourself just some extra grace in this time of trying to get work done with your kids at home don't have that expectation that you will be just as productive when your kids are home as when they're at school. Take a moment to just think through that fact of my hours, my work hours are not going to be exactly the same. Cuz I know I hold myself to the same expectations and think that think that I will be just as productive and realize oh my kids are older, they can just do things themselves. I can still get in x amount of time but realize that it's just a season for slowing down and a season to be with your kiddos. So in general, to give myself grace and know that I'm just not going to get as much accomplished until later. And number 10, take time for extra snuggles. Give your kids lots of warm hugs, cozy blankets, and give them not only lots of physical attention of hugs and kisses and back rubs and that kind of thing, but also compliments as you pass by. And as you're doing them, compliment them on things that you're noticing that they're involved in, or they're being creative. Like, I just love how you have designed your lemonade business and you have shifts and you have, change out there in, in case somebody needs some change and you were doing a great job keeping the lemonade cold. And so I just love how you have designed that. You are doing an amazing job. Or maybe I love that new hairstyle that you found on Pinterest and I think that's beautiful and I can't wait to see what else you do. You're so creative. So just remember that summer can be a special time to build really special memories and enjoy the sunshine and relax. But the only way we can truly enjoy this is if we relax our expectations about our home, about our routines, about work and about daily family life. So I pray that this blesses you and that with these 10 tips and tricks, That you're able to relax your summer expectations just a little to maybe think of some good tools that hopefully this episode has kind of gotten your wheelhouse thinking of like some cool creative things that you can do with your kiddos or fun things that they can do on their own. As always, come on over to our Facebook group, Home Management for Working Moms, Organization and Time Management. You'll find all kinds of really fun stuff over there. So come on over, hang out with us, the other moms in your group who are all work from home moms and working to support their family and love Jesus. Come on over to my website, as I said, BirdMichelle Michelle, B-Y-R-D-M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E.com, all one word. And I have a free productivity planner that you can come grab on the website that has a bunch of different time-saving tools for you. So I am hoping that this blesses you and that you have an amazing, busy, vibrant day. Did this podcast bless you? I also would love if you could take 30 seconds for me and leave me a review on Apple Podcast. This is the only way that I know that you are actually enjoying the show and that it is blessing you. Plus, it makes me happy to hear from you. Come on over to our free community, birdmichelle.com and grab your free gifts. I have free productivity programs and everything you need to know about working with me taking my courses or connecting. Lastly, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so that you don't miss an episode.